This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Maria, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Curtis? Doing really, really well. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing something that just has me unbelievably excited, and it's insurance. <laughs> <laughs> we fl- we probably think of the little ge- gecko, geico, gecko, whatever you call them, yeah. and flow, but neither one of them are talking about what is probably the hottest insurance product right now for businesses, which is called cybersecurity insurance. Yeah, it's such an intangible. A lot of people just don't think about, you know, that little hooded man, um, cybersecurity criminal actually coming after them. So this is kind of like an out of sight, out of mind sort of thing, because it again, it's an intangible. It's, you know, like a flu or some type of bacteria flying out there. It's just behind the scenes. You're open to the Internet and the, the guys are just out. I mean, there are literally human beings behind that software or could actually have a human being sitting there just scouring um, for this type of um, criminal action. And they're playing the long game in this, the long tail game, in that they'll sit in your network for months and watch you. And there's a few different reasons they want to do this. They want to capitalize on affecting you as much as possible. Uh, so that includes affecting your backups and just really getting deeply into your system to to eliminate as many recovery options as they possibly can for you. But there's another one, and we heard a story recently uh, from another uh, service provider. He was mentioning that they actually um, had locked down a company, uh, ran ransomware, scrambled all of their data, and then uh, had said, okay, if you give us X amount of dollars, We'll unlock it. This is and an the actual business owner said, conversation. This is a live yeah, this person. Is an actual conversation. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, and they said, well, um, it's X amount of dollars. The business owner said, oh, I don't have it. And the criminal said, well, now I know you're lying because I can see your bank account. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, it's kind of like it's it is exactly the same thing as somebody um, scouring for, you know, driving in front of uh, really expensive homes and sitting there um, pretending to walk their dog and just basically um, casing, you know, either a business or uh, somebody's home or somebody's car. It is exactly the same premise. Absolutely. And, you know, other than maybe the most small, small businesses, if you have any kind of infrastructure, employees, um, and, and, you know, you're more than, I'm going to probably make a mistake here, but more than a couple hundred thousand dollars in annual revenue, you definitely have to think about cybersecurity insurance. Below that, consult your agent. But I think above that, it's it's just a must-have in today's economy and and you know, where we're at with cybersecurity. I am going to add to that, though, if you are a small business owner that has high revenue clients um, and maybe the type of service you give, like, say, um, an AC vendor, plumber, electrician, something to that effect, you are the perfect segue for to come 
after those big, higher, you know, fatty, high dollar um, clients, um, because you're you're that open door, and sometimes that's all it takes. Um, it, and it's I, I, the the cybersecurity insurance policy that you could potentially take a look at is sized to your business. You can tell when you have a foodie on the podcast when they mention fatty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So what does cyber uh, security cover? And um, by the way, a great source for information about cybersecurity insurance is the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, which is a arm of the U.S. government who deal with this type of uh, stuff as far as infrastructure security, cybersecurity, emergency communications, risk management. So this is kind of their thing. And so what, what typically is covered in insurance is extortion demands, hacking, denial of service attacks, crisis management activity related to data, data breaches, legal claims for defamation, fraud, and privacy violations. And... Um, now the th one thing that the one a couple there's a couple things they don't cover physical damage, and yes, it's possible with our Internet of Things, law, you know, tied together now with uh, our physical structure protection. That yes, they could cause physical damage and also bodily harm. Not covered typically by cybersecurity insurance. So, just to kind of break down what it does cover. And, and I randomly read off that crazy list. So if you get hit with ransomware and the uh, person says, hey, look, I need this many dollars to unlock your software, your documents and your data, it's going to pay that. And it's also going to pay any um, potentially downtime that you may suffer in your business. But again, these are things you have to go over with your agent very, very carefully. And it doesn't hurt to get a second set of eyes. If you can get a CPA or your attorney involved and let them read over it. And then also we can help you. Now, we don't sell cybersecurity insurance at all. Is that correct? We don't sell it, right? No, we do have resources um, that are available. Um, you know, and, and like Curta said, it's, it's like you want to go to your expert because we're all on the other side of what we facilitate to um, to support that cybersecurity insurance, meaning in a way of um, when you get audited, because you will get audited. Um, and how had that changed our industry? I mean, 10 years ago, this didn't exist. Um, you know, the best that we could do as far as like a provider and a, and a professional in this industry is to have right, normal general liability. Um, since that, it's, it's morphed and, and it continued to develop into what it is today. And now it's available to other organizations because it is so prevalent. Um, so when you go through an audit, um, you will be asked um, a ton of questions that are going to be, what in the world is that? Um, and that's when your, your, your managed service provider, um, your IT provider is going to help you with that. What they need to facilitate are, is proof that you do have these systems in place to protect your, um, your internet, to protect your computers, to protect, um, your wireless, to protect, um, all your data backup. And so there are logs and, um, that, 
will give the history of what's that. So you can't just simply say, sure, I have that. You have to provide just one other step to that. And that's where you're the professional that's helping you with your technology can assist with that. Absolutely. You can never say, yeah, I think we do that. I'm sure we do that. Why wouldn't they do that? Yeah, you absolutely have to have your IT provider involved. One, because the questioning on some of the forms that I've seen lately, and we've went over a lot of them in this past year, and a lot of, they ask some very technical questions. Yes. That, yeah, most business owners and managers are not going to know the answer to these. Also, you want your IT person involved because they're going to be the one providing the service that is indicated on the questionnaire. So they need to be in the game with you as well. Sure. And that's a perfect indication of that your provider is doing the right thing, because since they have to facilitate that the proof of um, that role or that log um, that when it happened, how it happened, because um, that's going to reflect on your rate. If your insurance company does not feel comfortable, you're going to get a higher rate if they're going to cover you at all. Um, but if you're covered and you show all this history and all the areas that they want you to be covered, that rate's going to be a little bit, still going to be high, but it's still it's going to be a lot better than if you didn't have these systems in place. So it's going to, you know, it's kind of a twofold. You'll be protected and you also have um, something to keep your, your IT professional accountable. And you mentioned, too, that if you aren't, you know, forthcoming or even if you're just mistaken on these questions, you may not survive an audit. But even worse than that, if you have a cybersecurity event, right? I hate to speak ill of insurance companies, but we all kind of know how insurance companies work. You transfer the risk to them, you pay them for it. And then when something happens, they would love to transfer the risk back, back to you. you. Yeah, they would love to do that. You know, it's no secret. Whether it's car insurance, homeowners, sure. whatever the case may be, they're going to fight you every step of the way. And so you got to make sure every I is dotted, every T is crossed when you fill out those forms. Yeah, and, and, and you do want a partner that's going to back you up in that as well. One, one more time, I have to reiterate that. Um, we just personally went through a claim for our homeowner's insurance, um, which the claim was denied. Um, so to circumvent that, of course, you have to show, it says, you know, how is that possible? What here's the documentation um, in the history of the home um, to get that claim back on, on track, which what ha that's what happened with us. So you want somebody that's going to help you do exactly that in the event that you do have an unfortunate event. And we had to bring in a team of experts to make that happen. Correct. Yes. In law and in uh, estimating. And so uh, it, it's the same thing with this. Um, but you obviously need that protection, that partnership in place, hopefully before you get to the breach uh, in helping you buy the insurance and walk through those questions. You mentioned something about general liability and property insurance for businesses. We have to really emphasize this is in no way included in your commercial general yeah. liability of property insurance. This is a standalone product or line of coverage from your insurance company. And as you mentioned earlier, there are a lot more insurance companies. I remember if I were, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think when we started buying cybersecurity insurance, there was one 
provider. That's and it. That was I think it was Lloyd's of London. Correct, and that that was um oh, that was almost ten years ago, which was non-existent, and because of our peers in our industry, um, we were able to actually find this information. Um, and so we have been doing this since before it was um, it was a thing, you know. So and as the guy who helps fill out that form, I I can tell you even as a professional, they are a pain to do. Well, and it definitely looks a lot different today than it ten years ago. Um, yeah, ten years ago is pretty much you know. Yeah, I promise we're doing good. Yeah. So, the, but the finger don't in the, fly anymore. Yeah, the finger in the pulse looks a lot different. Um, I would say uh, two years ago, we saw, um, which reflected in our rate, um, we doubled because of the um, what was out there in the industry as far as crime, cybersecurity crime. Um, and then even this year, it looked pretty similar, um, but there still were a couple of things added on. And because of, you know, again, what what the, the resources that we have um, told us is like, yeah, we have to make sure that our clients are protected in these areas. Um, and we also need to be prepared for what's coming in the industry in the near future. So putting in place um, regular scans, putting in um, regular schedules, uh, making sure that we have things documented in a way that here's the history. Um, and we did this before it was actually the cool thing to do, um, which is not cool, but <laughs> it's not cool at all. But um, no. we were um, able to now when it come, when these events are starting to roll out, it says, are we still prepared? Is there still more that we can do? And I would say because it's an ever changing um, environment. Absolutely. So we try to stay um cognizant to what's going on in the um in our industry as well as um trying to stay ahead of the curve yeah we do spend a lot of time doing that and a lot of resources because we have outside an outside security team that we work with uh, a consulting team that uh, also helps bring areas of uh concern to our attention as well as audit our own security as well right um perfect example um, we have a client that is in a nonprofit area, which is attached to um, a medical background um, industry. And, um, you know, that they have regular audits um, and and we do these for them every single year. And we've seen changes in that as well, um, where they have been um, mo more scrutinized. Um, and we're just happy that we were prepared, not knowing that these areas were actually going to be audited in such a way. So we were, we were pretty happy that um, we scored pretty good. <laughs> Absolutely. That is uh, definitely true that uh, that it is much more scrutinized than it ever has been. So if somebody wanted to get some more information about this, deep, dive, dive deeper into their specific situation is there anybody they could reach out to and talk to, maybe have a quick uh, phone conversation? No obligation? Oh, absolutely. Um, because um, we've had a pretty good amount in the last 18 months of people asking questions. What do I do? How do I do it? How long will it take to implement? So on and so forth. 
um, lotusbusinesstech.com, there's a little button there, a green button, um, a 15-minute phone call, just a couple of questions. And of course, it would be all totally up to you if you wanted to go any further. We do have other resources available, free information, um, cybersecurity tips that come on a weekly basis that you can provide um, to your to your own employees. And there's um, an educational component to that if you were interested, um, as well as our regular newsletter um, available that you would just, you know, it's free. There's nothing attached to it. You get the information as long as needed. Um, if ever in the future you ever have any further questions, feel free. But we do have a 15-minute um, slot that we can provide you and you can ask away. Um, if you're wanting to um, dive a little deeper and get our free scan, a mini scan that will tell you a little bit more. Um, it keeps everybody honest. It keeps checking points in place um, and helps you um, to plan for the future. And by the way, that newsletter is a real paper newsletter that you mail <laughs> to your office or home every month. So yes, it, uh, it definitely. So if you could, if you would, Visit uh, lotusbusinesstech.com. Look at the green button in the upper right-hand corner uh, to schedule that 15-minute call. And, and as Maria said, we'll also get you out a list, uh, if you want to, our cybersecurity tips every week and our monthly paper newsletter mailed to you as well. Also, the link is in the show notes, uh, not only for booking that appointment, but also for the cybersecurity tips as well. And... Please take a look. Um, we will be um, putting out some further information. Um, we're going to put uh, some uh, regularly asked questions and some information that's been um, in a lot of people's minds. So our webinar will be coming up. Um, if you have contacted us in, in such a way, um, we will send you an invite so you know when, when this is going to happen. Um, and um, yeah, look for that in a new future. Yeah, we're putting that together. It's actually a deeper dive into these actual questionnaires and what some of these questions look like. But Maria, have a great week. We'll be back next week with the Team Lotus Cares podcast. Make it happen, people. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com. The Team Lotus Cares podcast has been mixed and directed by Marcus Escott.